Hello, everybody. I hope that you guys are doing well. <clears throat> I'm actually in the second week of my. Uh oh. Okay, I think that uh, fixed that, whatever that was. Uh, I think it was Instagram. Okay, uh, I'm in the second week of my annual mental health, mental health sabbatical. Uh, I can't tell you how necessary that is. Um, it's amazing what you can do, especially when you're, you're an uh, empath, a person who takes on everything uh, and carries the challenges that you face, even when it's uh, assigned to others. Uh, it's who I am. It, it is what makes me exceptional at what I do, but it also comes with a price. But anyway, so I'll spend this time a little under the weather physically, uh, but that's minor in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I consider myself to be blessed. I consider myself to be uh just just in a great place it doesn't mean everything's going my way it doesn't mean that everything's exactly how i want it it just means i am extremely grateful to have an opportunity in this world to be a difference maker to touch lives to do things that help people become better uh and i want to talk to you today about what uh you can do when you feel stagnant and stuck and there's so many people that feels like, man, I've been trying this for so long. I've been doing this for so long. I've been wanting this for so long. I've been trying. And you look up and you feel, if you're not careful, you'll feel like I've done nothing. I've made no progress. What in the world's going on? Maybe. And then that's always the default run to. It's not God's will. Let me explain something to you. God designed you for greatness. God designed you to be a representation of the infinite possibilities that flows through the source, which is God, which is him. And the entire universe is literally rigged to conspire with you, to bring you the things that you desire in this world, the things that will make you better, the things that will make you a better blessing to other people. Now, here's the thing. None of this stuff comes easy. None of this stuff comes just simply because you want it. There's no magic button. There's no magic word. But God designed the universe. Basically, the most common way to refer to it is faith. People understand the term faith. You start talking with other terminology, they get a little thrown off, depending on the religious background. But the bottom line is God designed the universe to re, uh, respond to your expectations. You will never get consistent results beyond what you expect in this world. If you study history, if you study the Bible, if you study other ancient literature, you'll find out through the annals of time that people get what they expect. God told uh, Moses to tell uh, the Israelites, that he had heard their complaints against him. And as they had spoken in his hearing, so shall he do to them. They said they couldn't make it, that they could not win. They could not go over into uh, Canaan and take that land. And they never made it over there. Why? Because that was their expectation. And you go through life, you get what you expect. You literally create a, a dynamic through your thoughts, through your words, through your behaviors 
that produce the exact reality that you expect. So whatever you focus on, you ultimately feel. Your thoughts are the seeds of your destiny. But does that mean because you correct your thoughts, because you align your expectations with something that it magically appears? No, there's the process. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through a process that's going to help you uh, manage this idea that you're stagnant and stuck. Before I do, I want to point you to the description box. There are a number of different things that you can get there. That uh, Number one is our seven-day online business launch course, a $607 course, is still right now currently on uh, promotion for $99, and that goes until Friday, but get it because we're stopping at 100 so uh, if you if you don't get it before then, it may not go to Friday. I'm not making no promises either way. I'm just telling you that that's still a cost. There's also links in there for you to work directly with me when, me when I come off sabbatical in a week. And I'm looking forward to the people. I'm not working with as many people one-on-one -on -one as I used to. I'm doing a lot of events, a lot of symposiums, uh, a lot of group things. Uh, moving forward, but I definitely still love my first love, my passion, and the most effective approach, and that's one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, there is a link also to do that, and there's a link in there also for the Mind Unleashed course, uh, which is absolutely necessary if you're going to get rid of limiting beliefs um, and move to more liberating and empowering beliefs. Um, again, you're never going to get beyond what you expect. So, what happens when you feel stuck? What do you do? Well, I'm going to give you five key steps that you can take when you feel stuck. Uh, and the first thing is to change your perspective. We live in a microwave society. We live in a society where everybody believes everything should happen right now. And if it doesn't happen now, you start to hear the enemy is busy. Maybe it's not God's will. Maybe I, and, and and so nobody sticks with anything. And I mean, everything from financial goals, career goals, relationships, starting a business, it all revolves around. I tried it. It didn't work on to the next one. So you got all these stops and starts, but never any follow through, never any commitment. Here's what I can tell you in my life. The things that have mattered the most have taken the most grit, the most determination, the strongest commitments and the willingness and the patience to move, understanding that even if it goes past the time that I uh, speculated or projected it would take, that God is a redeemer of time. And that beautiful thing is the thing that keeps me going. What, what do I mean when I say God is a redeemer of time? If I sit up and I say, I'm going to do something in 90 days and it takes me two years. When I get to two years, I get four more than I anticipated getting in the 90 days. So I didn't wait two years to get 90 days of my dream. I, I get the two years. It just the thing is, we are so ingrained and and, and and programmed to believe that it's supposed to happen now that we have completely set aside the process. Nobody is giving any value to the process. Everybody wants it now. And I'm telling you, anything that comes immediate flees quickly. But the things that you take time to build, you take time to develop, you commit yourself to, you invest yourself in, will have the longevity and the uh, and the foundation to be long lived. So then you go from uh, the perspective to the circle. So number number one, 
check it, change your perspective. Number two, check your circle. What do I mean by that? Uh, your circle is going to be a powerful indicator of what you can expect in your life. Number one is you're going to be the average of the five people you spend the most time around. So if you look in your circle and the people in your circle are where you are now are behind you, it's going to be real hard to get to this next level you're trying to get to because there's no energy, there's no understanding, there is no influence. You are going to be, I remember my teacher telling me uh, in high school, I don't want you hanging around that kid. And I'm like, wow, that's my friend. He's from He says association. She said association brings about assimilation. Paul said it to the church in Corinth. He says uh, he, he was uh, quoting uh, Euripides, but he said that do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Well, it's not just evil company. It's lazy company. It's unpurposed company. It's negative company. Uh, anybody that doesn't have the mindset for greater is going to be a negative pool and, of energy and focus away from the things you're trying to get to because you got to understand that this whole thing is about the energy created by faith that moves the universe. And if you've got all this negative energy, energy will sit up and influence you. Their behaviors will become your behaviors. Their thoughts will become your, their, your thoughts. Their words will become your words. It's simply the dynamic of social engagement. If you want to change your situation, check your circle. You need some people that have done what you're trying to do. You need some people that are where you're trying to go. You need some people who are headed in the same direction. You need some people who can see the greatness in you even when you don't see it in yourself. Somebody that will fan your flames. Somebody that will remind you that you're capable when you start to question yourself because there are going to be times you question yourself. There are going to be times that you sit up and you look at it and go, man, what in the world? And you'll start to say, man, maybe I'm not. Maybe I maybe I overreached. May no. Reach as far as you can. Stumble on the way, fall on the way, get scarred up on the way, but reach. I promise you, in the long term, you will be thankful and appreciative that you reach beyond. You know, one of my favorite, if not my most favorite quotes, if the if the vision that you have for your life isn't so huge that it intimidates you, there's a good chance it's insulting God. And, and, and God didn't create you for average. He didn't create you to be safe. He didn't create you to be comfortable. He didn't create you to chill out. He didn't create you to just survive. He didn't create you just to exist. He created you to go out and do things so exceptional, so phenomenal, so extraordinary that people would want to know what's the driving force in your life. What's the foundational principle? What's the source? That's how you evangelize people. That's how you connect people to God by the way you live your life. Not just when things are going the way you want them to, but when things are disrupted, when things don't go, when you're hit hard, when you feel broken, when you feel at at your worst. What are you doing? How are you facing it? What are you see? I, I live every day with anticipation and expectation of the next great thing that's happening in my life. No matter where I'm at now, I know where I'm going. And I, I, I'm not caught up in this thing called time that everybody seems to be caught up in because God redeems time. And I've known that every time that I've stuck with something that I didn't give in, that I didn't fold, that when I did finally uh, reach my goal, that it was every it was worth every every moment of push and and challenge and setbacks and delay. And 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 here's the thing: we 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 look at delay as denial. No, delay is sitting up saying push harder. 
be committed because it's not who you know. It's not what you know. It's not how many numbers you have in your phone or your Rolodex. It's not how many classes you took, how many degrees you have on your wall. It's not how many zeros you have currently in your account. What it is, is are you willing to go the distance? The people who win in this life are the ones who go the distance, not the ones who have the best start, not the ones who seem to have all the things lined up. It's the one who goes the distance, the one no matter what they are going to finish. It's the psychology of it. Psychology is going to be 80% of your win or your loss in anything because psychology is going to say, I don't care what's happening now. I'm getting up in the morning and I'm going to do it until I get it. Period. The psychology can all go say, well, then get it on the first try, move to the next. Psychologists can all say, everything in the world is against me. I'll never win. Whatever you sit up and decide becomes your reality. Uh, Socrates said, he who believes he can and who he, believe, he who believes he can are usually both right. Henry Ford would later repeat it, but it came from Socrates. And so then here we are. What are you speaking into your life? What's your self-talk like? What are you doing? That's going to tell you what you can expect out of life. You're literally writing the program that your brain will use to determine your outcomes. What are you saying about your life? What is the conversation you're having with you about you? So then you're going to go, number three is going to be uh, re, uh, clarify your destination. A lot of times there's such ambiguity um, associated with where we're going. We know we want something better, but we haven't clarified it. You want better finances, but you don't have a number in mind. Get a number in mind. Get a specific number and a specific time. Now, if you don't hit the time, don't worry about it. But I guarantee if you focus on a specific number and a specific time, when you look up, you will see that you haven't traveled. See, the thing is, you aren't stagnant or, or, or stuck. What you are are moving at a slower pace than you would like to. Life is moving. You're not where you were last year. The question is, are you closer to your goals or are you further away? The reason you need to have clarity is because clarity allows you to do number four, which is recalibrate your path. But you got to have clarity of your vision. That's why the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. So he who sees it may run. And, and what he who sees it. So what does it mean? So the clearer the vision, the more focused you become. Also, the clearer the vision, the more anchored in emotion it becomes. The emotions become our anchors. When you can sit up and people are looking at me and they're going, hey, he's going through this right now. He just had that happen in his life. He just had that happen in his life. What is he smiling about? Because I'm smiling because I'm anchored in the emotions of the outcome <laughs> that I'm looking forward to. I cannot change certain things. I'm going to lose people. People pass away. I'm going to lose people because people move on to different things and they are you, you're no longer a fixture in their life. And you've got to be aware that I'm going to lose situations. I'm not going to win every time I step up to the plate in business or anything else. Um, but those are the things I can't control. What I can't control is how I respond to it. What I can't control is my focus on the future. What I can control is being a better version of myself tonight than the person that woke up this morning. And that's my goal every day. I will never go to sleep the same person that woke up. And if I keep doing that, I'm going to become such a better person than I am today, maybe a year from now, that that person is going to be able to do some stuff that this person sitting in front of you can't do. And that's the beauty of it. But most people don't have the mentality of the incremental progression. They don't want to deal with the process. They want it now. 
They don't want to see what I can be a year from now. I want that now. But see, the person who can have that now is is a person that does this a certain way, that a certain way, that a certain way, wakes up at this time of morning, reads this amount of books, this this number of books a week, does this with this type of person, has these type of friends around them. If you don't have that, you've got to develop that. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens because you are consistently waking up in the morning and saying, I don't care if I've got to read a book, i got to read a research uh essay, theme, or dissertation, if I've got to read an article, if I've got to call somebody and ask a question, I will not go to bed the same person. And the way that you can always control that is what you consume. The next way is the people in your circle. If you got people in your circle that are driven to do better, they're going to inspire you to do better, but they're also going to have things in these little gems that they drop on you consistently because they are constantly consuming as well. So what if you consume this and they consume that? You exchange that information. Both of you grow because of each other on, on things you've learned. So I didn't just grow from what I consumed on my own. I also grew from what they consumed and shared with me. This is the power of the people around you. Remember, you're going to be the average of the five people you spend the most time around. Then after you clarify your destination and you re-clarify your path, you got to trust the process. Man, how many years have I been teaching process proceeds promise? People get tired of it. People don't want to hear it. People, man, I don't want to hear about no process. Well, that's the problem. Until you program your mind in a way that you embrace the process, that part nobody wants to deal with, the struggle, the weight, the delay, the setbacks, the disappointments, the, the 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 interruptions, the growth, the pull, the tug, the pop, the resistance, all the things that make you stronger, wiser, better, uh, more focused are going to come in a way that makes you uncomfortable. If you are consistently comfortable, you are not growing. Adversity is the fertile soil in which the seeds of faith are planted. If you aren't facing adversity, if you aren't put, I'm not talking about be a, 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 a sadist. In other words, just out looking for pain. What I'm saying is you got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to want to do something beyond what you've done before. You've got to be willing to step up and say there's something more than sitting right here. See, what happens is we normally get to a place that we're better than we used to be. And we look around and we think and we assess that we are better than most and we get comfortable there. And we'll look up and, and, and the people we were once better than have passed us. Why? We became complacent. So the word isn't stagnant. It's complacent. It's I'm going to sit right here because it's comfortable. I'm going to sit right here because I'm not doing as bad as they're doing. Your job isn't sitting up to find that place where I can look down on someone. Your job is to be the best version of yourself so you can pull as many people forward as you possibly can so that you can be a blessing, so that you can touch lives, so that you can show people what they're capable of doing. Your job in this world is to give people who are coming behind you the permission to do greater things than you've ever done. That's your job. And if you're sitting around waiting on it to happen, if you're sitting around saying, man, I'm going to tell you, there are things I set out to do that I thought would take a year, took five, took ten. Interviewing the people it took to build my path to generational wealth course. I interviewed the people who are the juggernauts and you don't just call them up and say, hey, look, I want to talk to you. And they go, OK. It takes perseverance. But again, 
you can't tell me what can't be done because the average person would say, you're never going to talk to that person. But I did. And I didn't just talk to one of them. I talked to about 10. But it took me 10 years of getting it. But I didn't just get it and take their word for it, even though they were that person in that particular sphere from 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 fund management to investing uh, to real estate. I mean, I dug, but what I did is I went back and researched it. I looked at it. I, I took what they told me and I learned so much on my own. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is this. There are going to be people that are going to tell you that you can't. One thing that you cannot do in my circle, and it's an ongoing joke, and it's been that way probably for 25 years or more, and that you can't use the word can't, you know, uh, when, when, when referring to something somebody is attempting to do. You can't sit up and say can't. Well, I'm saying can't, but you get what I'm saying. I'm using the word to uh, rebut the word. Uh, the second thing is you cannot use the term or uh, the phrase be realistic. When you sit up and somebody says they're going to do something, you say be realistic. What you're telling is telling them is you don't believe they can do it. You're using your current limitations to determine and define what someone else can do. And what you've done is you've tried to keep them in the box that you have decided you're comfortable in. And I won't allow that in my circle. I don't care what somebody tells me they're going to do. My next question will be, well, what do we want to do next? Because here's the thing, no matter how crazy it sounds to me, I might just be talking to the person that's about to blow the roof off of everything that I ever thought. And it doesn't matter what their level of education is, because it doesn't always come from the learned mind. Sometimes it comes from the creative aspects of a person's imagination. See, the periodic table didn't just pop up because somebody calculated it, it popped up in a dream. It was just a dream. It was an idea. And it became something that has been used for I don't know how long now. The idea that, that, that you can put people in a machine and fly them around when people were barely just now learning how to drive around. Wasn't a calculation. It was a vision. It was a dream. It was and they and, and, and they were constantly told you out of your freaking mind. Now people get on planes without a second thought because somebody with an imagination stepped forward. So don't tell me what can't be done because 99% of the things that you're involved in and engaged in right now from the very thing that you're watching to listen to me was once believed impossible. People said it couldn't be done. Instead of trying to find reasons to say why someone can't do something, start looking for the reasons that they can. Start looking for the reasons you can. And you're going to start to stumble upon things that you never thought possible. But again, you have to. So what are the things? First and foremost, change your perspective. Number one. Number two, change your circle. Number three, clarify your destination. Number four, recalibrate your path. Number five, trust the process. When you do that, 
you're going to see results. Again, I can't stress it enough. Get out of the mindset of instant, instant gratification. I have come across nothing of any true intrinsic value that came to me just because I said I wanted it to. Now, what you can do is you can get into this groove to where you just start touching things and you just start touching things. And, and it may seem like it's effortless, but I promise you there's consistency in it. There's momentum in it. There's a force at play. But what you can't do is sit up because something doesn't go your way and say it's not going to work because it's taking time. Because And then again, if you consistently experiencing setbacks and I've been there, I've been, it's like, man, why is it taking so long? Number one, make sure your intentions are pure. Number two, look at the people around you. A lot of times the people around you are going to have a massive impact on what's going on. Cause there, there's some times, check this out. This is going to be big. And then I'll be done. There's some people in your periphery that shouldn't be privy to where you're going and your insistence on keeping them there will keep you away from where you're going. And that works in a number of different ways. I'm not gonna get into the totality of that dynamic, but you've gotta be very careful. This isn't about tearing anybody down. This isn't about looking at your friends and going, hey, you, you know, this is about sitting up and saying honestly to yourself, am I a positive influence in this person's life? And are they a positive influence in mine? Am I blessing them? Are they blessing me? Is there positive energy? If a person is a drain, there's a reason for that. If you see a person pull up or you see their number pop up on your phone and you immediately go to a negative emotion or a negative feeling, there's a reason for that. Stop ignoring it. Stop receiving negative input. Stop taking on what other people assess. Know who you are. Trust who you are. Be who you are. Live the best version of yourself. And, and be okay with that because this isn't about perfection. This is about intent and you doing the best you can possibly be to help other people do the same. And on that note, <clears throat> I'm going to get ready to get out of here. But again, you're not stagnant. You're not stuck. You're probably complacent or you have misjudged your movement. Trust the process. Be okay with the incremental steps. Celebrate the small things and trust that you're moving in the right direction. And I promise you in the right timing, and the timing is always right. It may not feel good to you. It may not have been what you want, but the timing is right. Trust it. On that note, look, I'm going to get ready to get out here. Like I said, there are some blessings in the description box. I would love to work with you. Uh, take advantage of what's there for the uh, seven-day online business launch because it's going to go back to regular price after Friday. It's regularly $607. It's now $99. And also, for those of you who can't afford to work with me, um, there is the Mind Unleashed course, which is an online course where you can go step-by-step and really truly work on the things that are going to help you build the mindset that will take you to the next level. And one of the biggest things that you're going to be able to do is confront the limiting beliefs that are locking you into mediocre performances. On that note, look, I'm getting ready to get out of here. As I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I challenge you to do the same thing. And on that note, you guys have an unbelievable remainder of your day.